Good morning, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. My name is Sarah Jane, and we're going to do a segment of Rogue News again. And um, for no particular reason, I'm having breakfast. I'm having an orange and banana smoothie and some vegetable crackers. Well, yeah, what are you having for breakfast today? Hey. Always, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can contact me at Instagram at Rogue Radio 4 and Rogue Radio 4 on Twitter and Rogue Radio all caps on YouTube. See you there. Thank you very much. For those of you who do not know how Rogue News goes, I talk about three main things, okay? Back in the day, it was probably something different, uh, but I think I used to do local news, then um, social media news, and then I do world news. But lately, I've kind of changed the local news to um, politics, so... We're going to just go into that. So we have three different sections, politics, social media, and world news at the moment. So sit tight, put a helmet on if you get offended. Love you very much. Let's go. Okay, all of my or most of my articles come from OAN News. If you don't... Watch it, you gotta watch it on TV. You can also uh, download the app, OAN News, and it is great, um, non-biased, uh, real truth news. And uh, so much better than CNN. Don't you agree? Anyway, uh, I found something pretty funny. I find it funny because I, I just don't like Joe Biden as the president. And it's kind of funny that uh, Biden oversees 40K COVID deaths in 10 days, loses 20 million vaccine doses. How do you lose 20 million vaccine doses, for one? Only Joe Biden can lose 20 million vaccine doses. How the heck do you do that, bro? How? Washington, D.C., October 3rd, Joe Biden spoke during the 19th annual HRC National Dinner at Walter E. Washington Convention Center on October 3rd, 2015. Why is this back in 2015? Oh, never mind. This is a jump back. Okay. In Washington, D.C. Oh, this is, excuse me, that was the description of the picture of him looking really clueless. Okay, let's go to updated 1.45 p.m. Monday, February 1st, 2021. So this happened yesterday. This was updated yesterday. So Joe Biden has come under fire for failing to take responsibility for for 40,000 coronavirus deaths in his first 10 days in office. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, This, despite the previous comments that a sitting president must own all COVID deaths. He 
supposedly failed to prevent. Anyone who was responsible for that many deaths should not remain president of the United States of America, Biden previously stated. I assume. I already see a pattern. I already see something that's going to happen, but... Biden, the mainstream media, and China... Of course, China! China have continuously blamed uh, President Trump for COVID deaths. Now Biden must be held to the same standard. Of course. Um, I'm not sure how that actually um, works out when um, a president is blamed for this many deaths. I'm not sure how they should take responsibility. I'm not too um, familiar with that. I don't even know if that's a rule or uh, just a statement. But Joe Biden cannot just exempt himself from being at fault. I mean, it already said that President Trump was blamed for this many deaths. I mean, yes, of course, he should be held to the same standard. You know, Joe Biden has failed to provide his promised plan to end COVID, uh, to end the COVID crisis. Uh, today, I'm announcing uh, key COVID 2019 priorities for the first 100 days of my administration. <clears throat> Everyone wears a mask, 100 million vaccinations, reopen the majority of schools. With these steps, we can change the course of the disease and change life in America for the better. Joe Biden, December 8th, 2020. Okay. For the longest time, Democrats have said, shut down the nation. Shut down the government. We were in quarantine at least once in America. I don't know how, or at least once in my state. And, um... It drastically changed here. And um, not the COVID deaths, I'm not sure what the numbers were, but it just seems like the Democrats wanted that to happen, so Donald Trump was obligated to do it um, in order to keep the nation safe, which is fine. But the Democrats wanted that. And now all of a sudden a Democrat gets in office and he says the exact opposite. It's like telling somebody a lie, saying that it's truth, and then that person says that it's truth, but then the minute that person gets out of office, you say the real truth that President Trump was trying to say. Hmm, because honestly, Trump wanted to reopen businesses because Americans needed a way to make money for the economy to grow. But, of course, Biden was like, no, no, no. Democrats were like, no, no, no. But then the minute Biden gets in office, this happens. But okay. There's nothing we can do to change the trajectory of the pandemic in the next several months, Biden remarked. Okay. Then why even open the schools? Um, Meanwhile, Biden cabinet officials... Uh, admitted they don't know where 20 million doses of COVID vaccines have gone after they were sent out to the states and went missing. (laughs) What? 
Y'all are irresponsible as heck. That's funny. That's funny. This is America's government at its finest, ladies and gentlemen. This is hilarious. Bumbling Joe Biden, Mr. Ho Biden, Mr. Sloppy Sleepy Joe Biden, or Biden, uh, lost 20 million vaccines. Um, he is responsible for many deaths because of that. And I don't even agree with the vaccine. I don't. I don't believe it uh, works. I just don't. But I kind of find it funny that he swears up and down that this vaccine is going to help. And then all of a sudden, he loses something that's very important to the nation and most especially him because he's even wanted to push the vaccine upon people. Bravo. (laughs) The OAN website articles are lit right now. So I am going to, uh, I don't know whether this, um, relates to politics, but I gotta read it. I have to read it. Um, so let's just go. Let's just get into it. This is so weird. Um, Lincoln Project disavows co-founder amid reports of he sent sexually explicit messages to multiple young men. Oh my god. This was uh, updated yesterday, uh, February 1st, 2021. Members of the Lincoln Project have broken their silence amid reports that one of their married founders sent sexually explicit messages to young men, including a minor. The anti-Trump group, formerly, uh, that does not surprise me, an anti-Trump group, formerly disavowed co-founder John Weaver founding a New York, or following a New York Times report that allegedly he harassed as many as 21 men online. This statement by Project Lincoln is an absolute lie. Members did know young men approached them about the accusations. Members knew I was writing the story and warned John Weaver. And that's a tweet from Ryan James Gerdusky. I don't know. Uh, One of the victims was just 14 when John Weaver began soliciting him. Uh, George Conway, husband of Kellyanne Conway and co-founder of and another co-founder of the Lincoln Project, appeared on MSNBC Monday. He distanced himself from Weaver and the and alleged he only spoke to him on the phone a handful of times. It's terrible and awful and appalling and unfathomable. I didn't know John very well. I frankly only spoke to him a couple of times on the phone early um, in the Lincoln Project. Conway stated, I don't even know what to say. It's just terrible. MSNBC also came under fire for booking members of the project for interviews 17 times after the story broke in January. The scandal was never brought up once in any of those interviews. Interesting. This is why Trump says 
that most places or most um, news outlets like MSNBC, ABC, NBC, uh, CNN, and Fox, they're all fake news. This is why. This is why. You want to know why Trump says that all of those other news platforms are fake news? It's because it is. All right. Democrats own the minor grooming project, Lincoln. Uh, They've spent millions attacking Republicans and take credit for the 2020 election. Uh, When will President Joe Biden, VP Kamala Harris, Speaker Pelosi, and Leader Hoyer, and the rest of the Democrats denounce uh, accused child predators? Never. Because they like it. They like to victimize people. Wikipedia locked the Lincoln Project and John Weaver's wiki pages before any mention of the scandal could be added. That's censorship, and that is not okay. Um, with all due respect, I know I was a little excited to um, read this because I like it when Democrats do stupid things. Trust me, I, I live for it. But, um, there are people that are, that have been victimized in this, uh, incident, and my heart goes out to you, my, uh, prayers and my thoughts go out to the victims that have been traumatized by this man, and I hope that, um, one day you'll be, um, not just, um, what was I gonna say? I'm sorry. I hope that one day you won't... Why am I tongue-tied now? Oh my goodness. No, I hope that one day you'll be able to share your story when you are ready. Because I feel like a lot of victims, they don't speak up about this. They don't speak up about what they've gone through. And rightfully so, you shouldn't be pressured into sharing your story um, in order to incriminate anybody. I know... A lot of uh, people would want to rush that, and trust me, I don't want to say that that's okay to rush anybody into testifying against somebody, but I hope that one day you'll be able to share your story in order to um, show that it is okay to speak out against these people, and I hope that you recover from this trauma soon. Thank you. Rogue Radio will be right back after this message. Oh my god! Politics! The politics section is going to be amazing. Listen, I guess I hit a gold mine today, but okay. President Trump announces new legal defense team for impeachment trial. Okay. 
So there's a picture, okay, of a razor wire fence surrounding the Capitol, okay? It says, anti-scaling fence topped with razor wire surrounds the U.S. Capitol Monday, February 1st, 2021 in Washington. What, you afraid of the Republicans trying to attack you, Biden? Because you know that was Antifa that decided to storm the Capitol. Stupid. Anyway, how new highly respected lawyers, or no, two highly respected lawyers will represent the 45th president in the Senate impeachment trial, which is set for next week. On Sunday, President Trump signaled that David Schoen and Bruce L. Castor Jr. will fill the roles. The, or this comes after the previous legal team departed on Sunday or Saturday. The 45th president, Donald J. Trump, announced that trial lawyers David Schoen and Bruce L. Castor will head his impeachment defense legal team. Um, okay. Okay. Because, as you know, Trump can't notify the people that um, are fans of him on Twitter because Twitter has decided to mute his profile completely. So he cannot tweet. He doesn't have a pro- uh, Facebook profile and he doesn't do anything on Instagram as far as I know. So he can't notify anybody of doing this. So I'm kind of glad that OAN kind of stepped up and uh, is helping President Trump spread his own news about what's going on in his life, which is amazing. Okay. Oh, that's a good smoothie. Anyway. The two will lead defense against the accusations that President Trump incited violence that took place on January 6th at the Capitol building. Meanwhile, lawmakers are questioning any Democrats or why Democrats are pushing for impeachment when President Trump is no longer in office. I told you! I told you! Listen, you are not allowed to impeach a president after he is out of office. That's illegal. That is the most dirtiest thing that I have ever seen a Democrat do. You know what? No, never mind. There is much more dirtier crap. But listen, um, you're not supposed to do that. Democrats in the office are freaking children. Oh my gosh. Listen, it is not, it is against the law to do that. He's already out of office. So what good is the impeachment? Anyway, in a recent interview, Senator or Senate juror, sorry, and Ohio lawmaker Rob Portman, Republican Ohio, claimed that President Trump's actions were inexcusable. However, the continual the cont- <laughs> constitutionality of impeachment is noteworthy. Is that what it is? Constitutionality? I do think it's const- a this constitutionality issue has to be addressed. Um, I mean, we would be convicting a private citizen, as you know, someone who is out of office. Exactly, because Trump was the president. I'm not sure why the Democrats decided to wait until after he was no longer the president 
and then he was back to being a citizen. Because you can't necessarily... Once the president goes back into being a citizen, he has the rights as a citizen now. Okay? He's no longer the president. You can't accuse a citizen of this stuff. I mean, you can because, of course, they accused him of inciting the violence on the Capitol. But listen, he's no longer the president. He doesn't have the rights as a president anymore because now he's a citizen of America. That sets a precedent that I think all former presidents, those alive and those not, could be affected in a negative way. President Trump will face one article of impeachment alleging incitement of insurrection. The trial slated to begin February 9th, 2021. Um, Listen, to all the Trump supporters who are listening, and to all the believers and Trump supporters that are listening, I ask you all to pray for Donald Trump. Okay? It doesn't matter... If you disagree what he did about, you know, the Capitol being stormed and all that stuff, like his reaction and everything. This man has gone through so much. He led us through a pandemic and people are blaming him for the deaths. I mean, a pandemic warrants deaths all the time. It's not necessarily his fault. And I know that... You know, he is blamed. Maybe that's like a thing with the government now. Like, you're responsible for this many deaths. But in reality, pandemics happen and deaths will happen in pandemics. It's an awful fact, but it's true. Now, he led us through that. He actually found a vaccine. He was able to find a vaccine for us. And he was working very hard. I don't agree with the vaccine. I don't. I feel like it's some sort of scam. Um, But, I mean, at least he worked for that. For you guys. But anyway, I do ask those people who are believers and who are Trump supporters to pray over the president for uh, February 9th. Only because... Democrats have gotten their way for so long and there are so many facts that go against what they are doing. It is very unconstitutional and they should not be able to get away with it. So, for those of you who care about President Trump, I ask you to pray. I ask you to speak life over this man because he has gone through so much and that this impeachment does not go through. Because, to be honest, I would love to see him in office again. Call me crazy, I don't care. But I would love to see him in office again. And for those who do want to see him in office again, I ask you to pray for this man with all of your heart. That's all I gotta say. Alright, this one, (laughs) things are just falling into place now. Things are just falling right into place. In social media news, 
Facebook executives admit meddling with election backing Biden. So, a new report by Project Veritas detailed the pro-Democrat bias of top Facebook executives and exposed their abuse of user rights. Of course. Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Eh. Hang on. Let me take a let me take a drink of my smoothie and I will continue the article. Now that I'm refreshed. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg is apparently expecting Joe Biden to cement the big tech monopoly in on digital services in America. Facebook executives also admit that they're built or they they've built a framework of political censorship um, on their platform in order to influence the outcomes of the 2020 elections. When was this though? Is there a date on that? Okay. Um it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't because uh, Mark Zuckerberg is no longer human. Um I I don't believe he's human at all. I don't understand. That man looks like he's a walking corpse. No offense, but he looks so motionless now. I don't What happened to you, dude? Anyway, no he sold his soul to the devil, that's why. Um let's see. It doesn't surprise me because um internet, the TV, um the radio, they all manipulate you in some way. Um that's just a way of um you buying something on an, in an ad or something like that. Um it's just a way of brainwashing. Um I don't care if you believe that or not, but it happens and um some people in the CIA has even said, like, don't even watch your TV because you're being manipulated the moment you turn it on. It is a big brainwashing instrument, the media. So, <clears throat> yes, I do believe that Mark Zuckerberg is um, pleasing uh, Biden and his party, so... Facebook insider leaks Zuckerberg Facebook executives admit Facebook has too much power. And hours of video, I guess. Um, Facebook wants to work with Biden on some of their top priorities. Biden already issued a number of executive orders on areas that we as a company really care quite deeply about. Expose Facebook. (laughs) Hashtag expose Facebook. Interesting. We have a system that is able to freeze commenting on threads in cases where our systems are detecting that there may be a thread that has hate speech or violence in the comments. Guy Rawson, Facebook's vice president of integrity, said, Okay. Not everybody is going to have the same opinion as you. Get over it. Some of that stuff... Like, I can understand. I can understand if someone says the N-word on uh, 
social media or on Facebook and you want to censor that out, that's great. Do that. But I feel like it gets worse when someone has a differing opinion than the majority. And then that person gets censored for it. I cannot tell you how many times I've posted a picture of something like, uh, for instance, there is a picture and it's on my Instagram too. And you actually have to like click, uh, the little eye in order to see it because even Instagram has censored it, but it has been censored out on Facebook first. And it's a picture of this car, right? On the back bumper, it says 1B1F. And that is a human trafficking tactic in order for, like, those people who are following the people in that car, it says one baby, one female. And that's how they keep track of the people that they want to kidnap. And for some reason, Facebook wanted to censor that from my Facebook. I shared it on Twitter, same thing happened. And that is disgusting to me. That Facebook would try to censor that out so people can be more naive to what's going on in reality. I hate that. I'm hardly on Facebook anymore. And that's just because I just don't have the taste to just go on Facebook anymore and post as much as I want anymore. And it's not because of Facebook being dumb. It's just me. I just find better things to do. But it's really awful when you try to help somebody by posting something in order to keep them aware. And um, they want to censor that out. Um, here's another one. It was a fun fact sort of thing. And it said that pineapple suppress coughs. This was during the pandemic, the COVID pandemic. We all know that coughing was a thing. That was a symptom of COVID-19. And I posted this and I thought it was interesting. Shared it. That got censored out. Eating pineapple... Is Facebook scared of pineapple? Like, what the hell? Like, what the heck? I'm sorry. I try my best not to cuss on my podcasts anymore because that's a toxic thing to do. Uh, And I've been doing pretty good lately. But, um, why? 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 Why censor out? I don't get it, guys. I don't. It's so stupid. Stupid. Why censor out that fact that pineapples can help suppress coughs? That is so dumb. Do you want to keep people sick, Facebook? Do you want people to take the vaccine? Because there's other remedies than taking the vaccine. And I think a lot of people know that. I think... Mark Zuckerberg and his goons know that. 
but <laughs> these are all things that have been built over the past three, four years as part of the investments into the integrity space. Our efforts to protect the election. To manipulate the election. Um, Facebook executives also responded to criticisms by the president of Mexico and Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Well, I found the reason why he was arrested. It's because he went against Facebook. Well, <laughs> that's funny. Who both said censorship? Who both said censorship? on social media is unacceptable. I agree, Navalny. I agree, President of Mexico. I agree. The executives stated that there are currently no rules preventing it from censoring people online. Well, there should. There should be rules about not censoring people. Um, I, I really feel like our freedom of speech is being infringed upon when it comes to this uh, censorship on Facebook. And I've, I've seen so many people be like, oh, the censorship is good sometimes. No, okay, listen, if you are going to get butt hurt over a comment or a Facebook post, maybe you shouldn't be on the internet, okay? I have met some cyber bullies that have been much meaner than what I post, okay? They should be censored, not me, okay? For posting pineapples and, you know, keeping people aware of a human trafficking tactic, that's that's what you want to keep people from realizing, <laughs> that there is a remedy for cough and that there is some tactics that these, uh, people have been doing in order to capture your children. How disgusting is that that Facebook actually supports that stuff? Facebook actually wants to keep you stupid. Facebook actually wants to keep you um, glued to your phone. That's evil. Mark Zuckerberg is evil. So this next one is about Reddit. And I've never really been on Reddit. I feel like Reddit is kind of like Tumblr or 4chan. Um, no offense to Reddit, it's just not a website that I go to. I don't go on Discord, I don't go on YouNow. Um, I don't go on all of those. So, But it's in the news, so I'm going to cover it. Okay, Reddit has uh, experienced some terrible uh, power outages and I lost the article. Give me a minute. There you are. Alright. Social media company Reddit was experiencing problems on its website briefly on Saturday according to the outage monitoring website DowDetector.com. According uh, customers reported uh, trouble logging in and sending messages on this website. The outage affected regions such as New York, Boston, and Washington in the United States and Toronto, Canada, according to an outage map on Down Detector's website. Um, 
Reddit said on or in an email statement that it was not tracking any issues with the website that day. Uh, we did have some issues with higher error rates this week. It meant slower load times for some users, but we are never hard down. Like, completely down, I guess. A Reddit spokeswoman said in an emailed statement. The status of the status page of Reddit showed that the website was operational. Uh, Reddit has come into the forefront after a social media chat room on its platform. Uh, Wall Street bets led to a so-called Reddit rally, which has helped attract a flood of retail cash into stocks such as GameStop Corp, uh, burning hedge funds that had bet against the company, and <laughs> roiling <laughs> This is why I don't go on Reddit. <laughs> company roiling the border uh, market, broader market, I'm sorry. A Wall Street Bets has around 6 million members. Alright. Y'all are betting on stocks, whether they should fall or not. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> So Spotify is in the news. Spotify launches music streaming service in South Korea. Spotify Technology SA uh, on Tuesday made a long-awaited debut in South Korea, the sixth largest music market in the world uh, and home to the K-pop music genre. The Swedish music streaming giant is currently present in over 90 countries and has entered into several new markets in the last two years, including Russia, India, and the Middle East. I love Spotify. Spotify is just awesome because you can actually make your own um, playlist and you can listen to that. Um, and if you want to go premium, basically all you get is no ads and I find the ads annoying so I mean cheers to that I mean <laughs> no ads that's great okay <laughs> in South Korea the company will complete or compete with music streaming companies such as Melon, Genie, Flow and Apple Music mm. we wanted to be super thoughtful in how we approach coming into the market like this as we didn't want to just take a global service and launch it into South Korea. Alex Nordstrom, chief premium business officer of Spotify, told Reuters. Okay. The offering is tailored to the market with right relationships with local partners, both on the content side as well as on the distribution side, he said. Spotify will give Korean listeners access to over 60 million tracks along with wide range of Korean music, including K-pop, hip-hop, and indie. K-pop is a multi-billion dollar global music industry with bands such as BTS and Blackpink, 
building huge fan bases outside of South Korea. Yeah. K-pop is a really big thing. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think it's my thing. Um, I like to listen to foreign music that isn't that popular, I feel. But I also said that I wasn't going to be into anime, and uh, I am, so... <laughs> So this next one is about Reddit, and I've never really been on Reddit. I feel like Reddit is kind of like Tumblr or 4chan. Um, no offense to Reddit, it's just not a website that I go to. I don't go on Discord, I don't go on YouNow, um, I don't go on all of those. So, But it's in the news, so I'm going to cover it. Okay, Reddit has uh, experienced some terrible uh, power outages and I lost the article. Give me a minute. There you are. Alright. Social media company Reddit was experiencing problems on its website briefly on Saturday according to the outage monitoring website downdetector.com. According uh, customers reported uh, trouble logging in and sending messages on this website. The outage affected regions such as New York, Boston, and Washington in the United States and Toronto, Canada, according to an outage map on Down Detector's website. Um, Reddit said on er, in an email statement that it was not tracking any issues with the website that day. Uh, we did have some issues with higher error rates this week. It meant slower load times for some users, but we are never hard down. Like, completely down, I guess. A Reddit spokeswoman said in an emailed statement. The status of the status page of Reddit showed that the website was operational. Uh, Reddit has come into the forefront after a social media chat room on its platform. Uh, Wall Street bets led to a so-called Reddit rally which has helped attract a flood of retail cash into stocks such as GameStop Corp, uh, burning hedge funds that had bet against the company and <laughs> roiling it. This is why I don't go on Reddit. <laughs> company roiling the border uh, market, broader market, I'm sorry. A Wall Street bets has around 6 million members. Alright. Y'all are betting on stocks whether they should fall or not. <laughs> Dude. Okay, this next one is about the Taliban and my head hurts because this is so confusing and really stupid, I think. But, um... As far as I know from what I've read, I could be wrong. Biden wants to withdraw the troops from Afghanistan. And I have a problem with that just because the Taliban was responsible for September 11th, or supposedly. 
they did not hand over Osama bin Laden, so America invaded. I feel like that a country that has betrayed us should not be trusted ever again. Um, I, I just, that's just me. I feel like, uh, you just don't do that. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like it already, but let's just read it real quick. Let's see. The number of attacks in Afghanistan by the Taliban in the last quarter of 2020 were higher than the same period the year before the U.S. watchdog agency said on Monday after recent allegations or accusations by President Joe Biden's administration that the Taliban has failed to live up to commitments needed for U.S. withdrawal. Okay, so... This is about Taliban, the Taliban attacking Kabul. Um, Kabul is a city in Afghanistan, I want to say. And um, the Taliban, of course, is a group of terrorists or a group of extremists, however you want to say it. And um, I guess they kind of made an agreement that if you live up to these certain standards or these certain agreements that the U.S. military will withdraw from Afghanistan. So they have certain conditions for them to withdraw their army. So um, this has nothing to do with um, like September 11th or Osama bin Laden. I researched that just for uh, personal um research just to make sure that I knew what the Taliban was. I had to make sure I have to do my research. But this has to do with um, the Taliban attacking Kabul and also um, they're not living up to their standards to uh, get the their American military out of Afghanistan. So while Biden has not formally changed the May deadline, uh, officials have said the Taliban has not been living up to its commitments under the, the deal. The deadline is likely to be extended. The Special Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction, or SIGAR, said in a report that the U.S. military has reported the enemy-initiated attacks between October and December 2020 were higher than those in the same period in 2019. In a particular, uh, there was an increase in attacks in the capital of Kabul, or in the city of Kabul. U.S. forces, Afghanistan said this quarter, enemy attacks in Kabul were higher than they were last quarter and much higher than in the same quarter a year prior, the report said. It added that despite the violence, casualties this quarter were, sh were down 14% compared with the previous quarter 
and down 5% in 2020 compared with 2019. An Afghan peace ministry official suffered light injuries on a or in a bomb blast in Kabul on Monday. The Taliban and the Afghan government have been negotiating in Qatar to reach a peace deal. Those talks resumed in January after an almost month-long break. <sighs> wow. But negotiators and diplomats say there has since been a little progress. Reuters reported on Sunday that international troops plan to stay in Afghanistan beyond the May deadline, a move that could escalate tensions with the Taliban demanding full withdrawal. Well, um... You have to keep up those standards in order for us to leave. (sighs) Okay, this next one is about uh, Alexei Navalny. I told you that I would go back to this, so we're going to. So... The trigger for some of the biggest protests to sweep Russia in years was the arrest of opposition politician and Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny, who was detained on his return to the country last month after surviving a poisoning by a nerve agent. Um, If I say, is it Kremlin... I hope I'm saying that right. It just sounds wrong when I say it. But if I if I am, please correct me on it. You can always reach me on Instagram and Twitter. But the anchor runs or the anger runs deeper, however, and some protesters, young and old, say they have also taken to the streets to vent their frustration over the declining living standards and the perceived gap between a small, wealthy elite and ordinary people. Real incomes fell 3.5% last year. Unemployed is at, or sorry, unemployment is at its highest since 2011 and the economy in 2020 hit hard by the pandemic. It's estimated to have suffered its sharpest contraction in 11 years. Disenchantment over inequality was targeted by Navalny in a YouTube video released shortly after his detention and viewed more than 106 million times, which showcased on a 100 billion ruble or uh, 1.31 billion palace complex in southern Russia. Navalny alleged its ultimate owner was President President Vladimir Putin, an allegation the Kremlin denies. Uh, Since the Putin's former uh, judo sparring partner (laughs) said he owned it. I'm sorry. Judo partner. Putin Putin has judo lessons? D- 
dude. <laughs> I can't see him fight judo. I just can't. It's weird. Alexandra, who protested in Moscow on January 23rd, she said, uh, was, she said that she was shocked by the video, especially at a time when medics were battling the coronavirus pandemic. I can imagine what kind of bonus doctors get about 1,700 or 17,000 rubles, which is $223, uh, said for the 24-year-old student who declined to give her surname for fear of repercussions with the authorities. That's all right. And the video really got to me, and it was the last straw, and I decided to protest. Tens of thousands of people look to the streets of major cities across the country on January 23rd, just over a week later, although numbers of numbers were smaller, officials say protest leaders' estimates of the crowds were exaggerated. Police arrested thousands of people on both days, and over the weekend in central Moscow, hundreds of riot police were deployed to quell dissent. Here for my granny. What? <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but that just came out of nowhere. Just the article says in all caps, HERE FOR MY GRANNY. While many protesters r rallied under the banner of Navalny, who they say has been persecuted by authorities because of his opposition to Putin, it was not the only reason for risking arrest. The Kremlin denies treating Navalny unfairly. Excuse me. Sonia, a young protester in Moscow on January 31st, uh, said she... <laughs> here for my granny. God, I'm sorry. She's 31, and she said she supported the opposition firebrand, but was also motiva motivated by an economic squeeze. Our country is in complete chaos. Look at how protesters or pensioners live. Look how pensioners live, uh, she told Reuters, as she wielded a golden toilet brush, a symbol of protest inspired by the alleged presence of such brushes in the property that Navalny has showcased. Okay. Um, I am here for my family and for my granny. Okay, I get it now. I'm just sorry. It was just so entertaining to see that in all caps. Um, I will live in this country for many years to come, but what I want my relatives to live better than now. Um, for those of you who don't really know, uh, I've watched, like, certain, um, like, travel YouTube videos just because I've gotten bored, and I've seen how some people live, like, in, uh, Russia. I've never been there, but in order, the only way for me to travel right now is through YouTube, and, um, there has been somebody who actually goes frequently to Russia and Romania and all of those uh, countries over there. And it is very poor. Um, Russia is a big country. 
And you'd think that such a big country could invest in selling land in order to, um, like, bring more people and more jobs and more businesses to that country. But I, I don't even know if that's a thing with them, if they actually do that. But I have seen how some people live and it's very terrible because the streets are... I don't want to insult Russia because Russia is very, is a listener um, in my podcast. It's one of the reasons why I wanted to cover this. But at the moment, certain areas in Russia are very poor. And some people are homeless at this moment. Um, The ruble is falling in fears of the new Western sanctions over the Navalny case that threatens to push up inflation, which hit 4.9% last year, further above the central bank's target of 4%. Putin himself has expressed concern about rising food prices, a phenomenon that prompted the government to introduce export taxes uh, on some foodstuffs to keep them in the country and cool prices. Yeah... Um, he re-elect, or re-elected for the fourth time in 2018. He's been elected four times in Russia? My goodness. Putin pledged that the real disposable incomes would steadily rise and that the poverty rate would drop 6.5% by 2024. Those two goals have now been postponed by six years to 2030, which officials citing the pandemic as the reason. Yes, but there's also ways of getting around the fact that yes, we are living in a pandemic, but there are other ways that you can bring money into the nation by opening up certain businesses. Um, not just essential workers. Uh, and I feel like the officials and like like the government presidents and prime ministers, I feel like they're quarantining, especially in the UK, because I feel like the UK is under another lockdown again, and um, that's going to hurt them economically. And I feel like they should at least open up a few businesses that are very um, essential to their country um in this case like with russia i feel like they should do that as well in order to bring money to the government and have um some money to give back to the people as well but um the number of people in russia living below the poverty line hit 18.8 million or 12.8 percent of russia's total that's crazy Um, In the third quarter of last year, official data show, the number of people in that category rose by 700,000 compared to 2019. Wow. $1 equals 7.60552 ruples. Um, Yeah, that's terrible. I really hope that the uh, Russian people will be able to 
get more money in order to buy their own food and because the poverty rate is just ridiculous over there and I just hope that um, anybody who's suffering from that uh, my prayers go out to you it's not easy living in this pandemic and I can understand because there are some countries that don't have as much rights as we do during this pandemic in America and I just feel like um, Russia should start opening up some of those businesses that are very, very, very essential to uh, people working in order to make their living because I feel like even if it isn't about the pandemic, I feel like Russia has a lot of land and I don't know whether that's that land is unused or not, but I feel like you have a lot of land. I hope it's being put to good use. Uh, but I have a simplistic mind when it comes to foreign uh, issues because I've never been there. I don't understand the government. But um, anybody who is willing to talk to me about it, I would love to learn. Okay, the next country that I will be talking about and I always say the best for last, especially when I get a new country that is listening. Our new country is France. So everybody who is listening, welcome France into the Renegade family, okay? I do have some friends in France. I have a couple of them. And uh, I'm saying hello to you guys. I love you and I miss you. So um, I hope you guys are listening. That's really awesome. I'm so happy. I know a little bit of French, but I don't even want to try because I'm probably really bad at it. I'm rusty, but anyway. Uh, so, this article comes from... Let me look. Comes from The Local, France's news in English. Uh, climate change, how heat waves and droughts could hit southern France hard. Um, homes in southern France that so many fantasize about are going to become uncomfortably hot in coming decades, according to new climate change projections on Monday by the country's National Weather Service. Even if humidity or even if humanity manages to modestly reduce greenhouse gas emissions emissions, which so far has only happened during a raging pandemic or a global recession, uh, France as a whole is on track to heat up nearly 3 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels by about 2070, uh, Meteo France said in a report. Um, And if carbon pollution uh, continues unabated, average annual temperatures across the nation will by centuries end soar 4.5 Celsius beyond that benchmark. Um, That is verging on the unbelievable world. Or (laughs) Let me read that sentence again because I'm pretty sure I botched that. (laughs) That is verging on an un- livable world a raft of climate studies have shown. Uh, With just over one Celsius of warming 
so far, the planet has seen a sharp crescendo in deadly extreme weather, including heat waves, megastorms, uh, made by destructive, or made more destructive by ri rising seas. Okay. Um, I guess I kind of would agree to that because right now in uh, my hometown, it has been constantly snowing. I think this is the third day, but um, I think it just snowed like early this morning. It looks like the sun is shining right now, but um, we're supposed to be having like this huge winter storm uh, advisory for this whole northeast and it sucks. I hate snow, but um, the 2015 Paris Climate Treaty set a goal of capping global warming at below 20 or 20 Jesus 2 Celsius and 1.5 Celsius if possible. Um, earlier climate models have predicted that France and the Mediterranean basin will be hit especially hard by heat waves along with declining rainfall and the reality has begun to bite. In the summer of 2019, temperatures in picturesque wine country north of the coastal city of Montpelier I'm so I hope I said that city right uh, reached a sizzling 46 Celsius uh, a national national record. Um, Paris was only a few degrees cooler. Okay. More heat waves, less snow. This and other heat waves were direct consequence of climate change, said Matteo France, CEO of Virginie Schwartz, in a statement. Let's see. Um, all observations made across the planet confirm an unprecedented acceleration of climate change. The 100-page report uh, looked at how three different carbon pollution scenarios could shape France's climate culture. A drastic reduction in carbon pollution coupled with the large-scale removal of CO2 from the air, a reckless ramping up of the fossil fuel use which caused the problem to begin with, and a path somewhere between these increasingly unlikely extremes. Matteo France, climatologists on the front lines of global climate science, also zoomed in with the unprecedented resolution of 10 square kilometers, making it possible to distinguish climate micro-regions. Re Global project... I'm so sorry that I cannot read today. <laughs> Global projections, by contrast, divvy up the planet into, 10, into pieces 10 to 15 times that size. The middle-of-the-road greenhouse gas emission scenario, known as the RCP 4.5, will... Uh, see an additional 10 to 15 days of extreme heat per year towards the end of the 
century, end of this century. Periods of drought will expand about 30%. In the worst case scenario, which scientists cannot exclude, southern France should or could experience one or two months of continuous heat waves by 2100. <sighs> Eight conserve. Oh my goodness. Eight consecutive days of above 40 Celsius weather in 20, 2003 caused at least 15,000 heat related deaths, France, especially among the elderly. Aww. Um, the new report said high mountain regions will see the most dramatic hike in temperatures up to 6 or 7 Celsius above levels at the start of this century. Even the less dire RCP 4.5 projections, the number of days with at least half a meter of fresh snow will drop by half in the Pyrenees and Southern Alps, uh, shortening ski seasons in both mountain ranges. And that is the news for France. I hope you all enjoyed today's Rogue News segment. You all can always follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Rogue Radio 4, on both platforms, and also Rogue Radio, all caps, on YouTube. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you.